But we're going to go back to some earlier teachings that we got into in the beginning of the faith message. And we've taught it and taught it and taught it. But God's been speaking to me about nourishing the spirit, the soul, and the body. And um, we're going to talk about the triune parts of man. You know, God created us to be a three-part being. And we are a spirit, and that's the part that is like God, right? That part is in touch with God. Our spirit man is. And, and you know, I, I hesitate not to say this because we never know who hasn't been taught along these lines. But we are a spirit. We have a soul which is sitting on your shoulders. And we live in a body. And the spirit man is supposed to be in control. So little Smiley Kim, would you come take your place? Um, and where is Janine? Janine, I need a tall lady. Well, you're going to be my spirit if you'll stand right up here. Okay. Okay, Sharon, I'll just use you. Come on up here. This is going to be my spirit. <laughs> you're going to be my soul <laughs> that lasts, and you're going to be the body. Back, come line up here. Spirit, soul, whichever you are. No, you're this. See, this is all. You don't see this. What you're seeing is this the body. That's what you're seeing. But, you get back in line, but inside this body sitting on her shoulders is the soul. That's what we're dealing with mostly in this world. The mind, the will, the emotions, and all of our thought patterns. So I'm going to let y'all uh, sit down. Where do we want our spirit? Here in the middle, I guess. Let's pull our chairs closer together. Spirit, soul, and body. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, I had something I was going to read. In Hebrews 4, verses 12, let's, I want you to turn there real quick. Hebrews 4, chapter, uh, verse 12. It says, For the word of God is quick, it's powerful, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing sun, asunder of the spirit, the soul, and the body. That's what it divides it asunder so that we can understand how we're made. The spirit, the soul, I, I think I'm getting this right, spirit, soul, and body, okay, Body, I want you to move around over here on the other side of the soul. Okay? So, <laughs> I've got them on the move, haven't I? So, for the Word of God, it divides this asunder of, and of the joints and the marrow, and it is a discerner. The Word is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So, this Word is dealing with this right here. With the soul. 
And what did it say? It is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of her heart. And that is so important because sometimes people may say something and we'd like to say something back, but this word will keep you from that because of the intent in which you had in saying it. You know what I'm saying? Revenge. (laughs) You know. And so it says the word will separate that. And it will determine, and, and this has happened to me, I don't know, a lot, where I would like to say something, but that scripture would come to my mind, what's your intent in saying that? What is your intent on doing that? So it's very powerful scripture that we need to have uh, coming, you know, to understand here. So I looked up um, the word quick, It says that it is quick, that is living. Quick means it's living. It's having living power. So when he talks about the word being quick, he said it has living power. Amen? And then he says that it's powerful. That word powerful means not only living, but energetically effectuous. That's the powerful. The word is energetic. It's effectuous. Amen? And then he says it's sharper than any two-edged sword. That means, sharper means it's more cutting than a two-edged sword. And the two-edged means it's sharpened at both edges and back. It goes through searching both believers and unbelievers. And so we can see from this particular scripture the power that's in the word of God. So uh, it's through the soul. I'm going to turn this around here so I can read some of my notes that I had earlier in the morning. Okay. So it's through the soul and the body that the spirit man... Uh, interacts with in the physical realm. He's going to interact with this, the soul and the spirit, your thoughts, and all of that. So, what we need to realize is all through all three parts of us need to be nourished. We have got to feed the spirit, we have got to feed the soul, and we have got to feed the body. But sometimes what happens is what happens if the, if the real you, if you spend 90% of your time nourishing and thinking about the body? What happens if you out here and myself spend 50 to 90, 100% of our time just nourishing, thinking about the body? Do you know that's where the world is today? The very thing that Satan used in the beginning that's what he's got your mind on. I tell you, I, I, on Facebook, I go like this. I'm about ready just to, if it wasn't for pictures of all your kids, you know, <laughs> that I enjoy. But that's the position the world is in today that um, the majority of our, of our time, and social media has done that also, 
it is spent on um, the body. Thinking about the body, nourishing the body, you know. So the voice of the Spirit, when that's what we think about all the time. Then what happens to the voice of the Spirit? It gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer to where the soul overrides the power. It overrides the voice of the Spirit. Your spirit has a voice. So does your soul and so does your body. And so what has happened in the world today is that the spirit is being overridden by the voice of the world. It's this diet, that diet, this, that. You know, it's just, it's all about the body. It's all about the body. And all of a sudden, we don't hear the instructions that the spirit man is giving us. You know, when I started getting back to my exercises, it was a challenge. But my spirit man, because of the time I'm spending in worship in the mornings and praise, I could hear the voice of my spirit say, it's time you do this. And I believe it was the spirit, my spirit man telling me, just get down and do the planks. That doesn't sound spiritual, but it's very spiritual. If I want strength, I'm going to have to be a part of strengthening my body, not just speaking to it. Do you get that? We've got to do something. So we, we don't want the voice of the soul to be stronger. And, and the body has a soul, has a spirit, has a voice also. I'll get that straight. But if we do not feed and nourish this spirit man, you're going to be, we all would be, but we're not, confessing that. We would be just like the rest of the world. You can't tell us from the world. And we're supposed to stand out. I want to be a testimony of the Word of God. I want my body to glorify God. I want you to be able to see that the Word is working in my soul and the Word is working in my body. And that's what the world has got to see. That's what Christians have got to see. They've got to see the Word working in your soul. They've got to see you quit... Judging people. Quit gossiping. I mean, there's so much in that soul. <laughs> Bless your heart, sweetheart. But don't you just love her? I got her up because she has such a merry face. But, you know, and, and then the body begins to speak. But that soul will control that body. It really will. But who's supposed to be in control? The spirit. But the Spirit's not going to do that if you're not studying the Word of God. The Word is your food for your spirit. And you have got to discipline yourself, this soul, to where you get up a little bit. It doesn't have to be as much time as I have. I have more time than most of you because I'm single. But I take advantage of that, of that time. Now, I take a nap in the daytime. I do get in my recliner in the daytime. Next, every time I get in there, it seems like I fall asleep. <laughs> but I'm also up at 
So I don't feel guilty about doing that. I've had my time with the Lord. But this is so important that we nourish and listen to this spirit man. We don't want to be like the world, do we? So, so if the sport gets, if your spirit's voice gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer, what's going to happen? You're going to get weaker and weaker and weaker. Because that soul will quench the voice of the Spirit. And that's what's happening with our social media. That's what's happening. You listen to people. I like to listen to people. When we're together, I I do listen. And I think, do they know what they're saying? Or, that's good. That's good, I like that. And so I'll latch on to that. But you need, we need to listen to each other because we can learn. We need each other. We can learn from each other. So for you and I to be healthy, a well-rounded, energetic Christian, we have to have our spiritual life, our soulish life, and our body. We've got to feed all three parts. We've got to nourish and, you know, we, we won't have time today to get into scriptures on the body, but there are scriptures that deal with the body. I mean, are you just, I mean, God's in there. It's his temple. And I want it to be clean. Do you clean your house before company comes? I mean, you'll even do the baseboards. You know, I mean, you get down to the nitty-gritty if some, some, somebody's coming. Well, the Holy Spirit's in there, and he likes to dwell in a clean place. He wants to dwell in a house, hold a household of thoughts that thinks like God thinks. And just remember, that's what this is. It is a household of thoughts. Now, we, can, we judge ourselves. The Word judges us. Nobody else. I don't judge you. I have no right to judge you. As John said, it's none of my business. Mind my own business, is what I think what he said. But it's, girls, we've got to quit. We've got to nourish our body. We've got to nourish our soul. We've got to nourish our, our spirit man so that the spirit man will be bigger than the problems and the situations that you're facing in life. And, you know, most people are lopsided in this. They, they don't realize the struggle that's going on. There is a battle going on between this and this and this. There's a battle being fought. It's a spiritual battle. And a lot of people don't realize that, and they're upside down in, in all of this, and they're strictly soulish. And you cannot live your life out of a soul that is not renewed to the Word of God. Because it will not be successful. But there's a war. Do you realize that in your own lives? That there's a war being fought. You know, the Word of God says, fight the good fight of faith. There's a fight in the realm of the faith world. And where is it? It's between the spirit and the soul and the body. That's why we've got to feed this spirit man more. So he will be stronger than those crazy thoughts. 
being offended and unforgiveness and all that kind of stuff. And then it's going to come out your mouth. And, and, and not taking and disciplining the body where the God dwells. Do you know he's in me? He is, but he's in you too. And we need to let this word glorify him. Amen? So, let's look at Romans 7. Y'all might wish you'd had your notebooks. <laughs> Romans 7 and 14. I just, I've just been thinking about how so many people are not nourishing their spirit, soul, and body. They're so caught up in everything the world's doing and the ways the world is doing it. But let's look at Romans 4. I mean, Romans 7. I'm sorry. I was in the wrong chapter here. And 14. Verse 14. Now, this is a tongue twister. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal. 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 <laughs> but I am carnal, sold under sin. Now, we know that the word deals with the carnal part of us. And that when he says, I am carnal, he's talking about your soul. Your soul can be carnal, but your spirit man is not. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, what I would want to do, that do I not. I don't do it. Have you ever been there? I have the want to, but I don't do it. But what I hate, that's what I do. Do you ever hate those things that you do? Then he goes on, if then I do that which I would not, <laughs> if I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will, where is your will? In the soul. It's in the soul. For to will is present with me. But to perform that which is good, I find not... There's a battle going on. You ain't listening to your spirit. Or you'd be doing what the spirit says to do. Right? So that tells me something about myself. When I'm not obedient, there's a war going on. Between the flesh, the body, and this spirit man. And the reason we do not do what the spirit man is telling us to do is because we're in malnutrition. We're not feeding that spirit enough. Wake up, O oh soul, and sing. Praise God. So that's, that's so important. But, um, you know, Paul recognized this in himself. That, and when you and I recognize what these things are, that he's talking about here, those things that I wish I could do, or I know to do, and I don't do, and all that kind of stuff, then we've got to recognize those things in ourselves. But the spirit man will tell us, hey, this is something you need to work on. 
I would never have started those exercises again if I had not listened to the voice of my spirit. I have to listen to the voice of my spirit. So, so Paul recognized these things in himself, and when we recognize these things, then we can do something about them. But the, most of the time, we are in denial. We don't give any thought to those things that's in us, in our soul. So, well, for example, I mean, for like unforgiveness or temper or anger or the, the soulish realm. That all comes right out of there. And we ignore it and don't recognize it as being a hindrance to our faith. So, he was born again. Paul was born again. But what's he saying here? He was always getting himself tangled up again. Always. With the dictates, what the soul and the body was telling him. Paul was born again. He had a new spirit, born of God. But he was always messing up because he was listening to what the soul and the body was telling him. It became stronger than the word that he was in. Because, you see, we are exposed to more of the world the way the world operates, than we are to the Word of God. If you don't take charge of your own life and, and stay in touch with the Word, don't get disconnected with the Word. So, you know, it, it's just so important not to listen to that soul and its dictates. Uh, you know, the Word of God says, be strong in the Lord. It says, don't get entangled again with the yoke of bondage. It seems like when we, when we were first born again, I mean, we were gun ho weren't we? I mean, we traveled all over everywhere, going to meetings, and it didn't matter if we got home. We used to get home at 3 o'clock in the morning to some of those conventions, and time to get up and teach on Sunday morning. We were that hungry. Well, I don't know about you, but God's doing something in me. I am getting a hunger like I have never had before. It's just like I can't get enough of the Word of God. We've got to get to that place where our, we hunger and thirst. Just like you would if you were working outside on a hot summer day. You get so thirsty for water. We, we can and should get to that point where I have to have some of this Word every day of my life. You've got to have it. Amen? So, the soul and the body. This is a statement I wrote down for myself. We need to realize this part of, of your soul and body still has on the clothing of the old man. We need to get reclothed, don't we? Um, you know, the battle that's going on, it's, it's between, as I said earlier, between the spirit and the soul and the body. These two things right there. They're dictating to us. What the world wants us to do. What Satan wants us to do. I just, you know, you just judge your own self. Think about your own mind this morning. Where was it? What were you thinking? Amen. So, that's why it says in Romans 12 too, To renew your mind. Make it have 
new thoughts. When we accepted Jesus as Lord, we are supposed to make this soul start having new thoughts. Because it didn't get born again. It's still clothed with those old thoughts, with the old ways. And it affects the body. And the body will listen to that soul. You know, I mean, I used to get up. If I wanted chocolate, I, if I wanted it bad enough, I'd listen to my soul and I'd get up during the night and go get me something chocolate. See, that body's going to obey this soul. That's why you've got to renew it. Because it's going to go right along with what you're thinking. Y'all are supposed to smile. I mean, everybody's like this. But this is so important, girls. I just cannot. I just, I told the Lord this morning, I said, Lord, if I could just open everybody's mind to see what you're saying so that they will become doers of it. Don't let your soul and those soulish desires rule your body. You let the spirit man take control. And let's show the world and the Christian world what it is to be born again, to be filled with the Spirit, and that, and that we honor God. Our bodies are to honor God, honor God. Our soul is to honor God. Let them see in you and in me what the Word will do for us. Amen? So... I have to make my mind, my soul, have new thoughts. And first of the year, I started making the statement, Father, I thank you that I have newness of life. Well, in that statement, he began to minister to me what all that included. The newness of life is going to come from me renewing my soul. Newness of life. Do you want newness of life? You know, then we're going to have to... Deal with the soulish part of man. So start thinking new things, thoughts, and and you know what? Reclothe your emotions. Once again, you get picked on here. So, but listen, this is such an important part of our life because the body listens to it. And bless this little spirit tart. She keeps hollering, and you just don't listen. Why? Because the desires of the flesh are louder because you're not hearing enough word. Listen, if we hear enough word, as Tom would say, it'll rank the, it will yank the slack in your rope. If you're not a cowboy, you don't understand that. But anyway, but you've got to make your mind and your soul have new thoughts. You can't think like you used to. You just cannot. Oh, these pity parties. You know, we got to clothe our mind. You've got to, that's emotional. That's, that's emotions. And that's why it's so important that when you, when we go out to eat, ladies, at lunch, those that do, we need to uh, feed off of each other. I love that. Don't you love our time together? I go home just rejoicing. I thought, oh, I've just enjoyed this day so much. You know, it's the fellowship. But God put in us the desire for fellowship. 
And I learned from them. Amen. Amen. So we're going to change our thoughts. We're going to reclothe our mind. We're going to reclothe our emotions and um, the message Bible. This is what it said about that uh, seven, Romans 7, 14. It is so tangled. I know that all God's commands are spiritual. Now this is the message Bible. All his commands are spiritual, but I'm not. That's what he was saying, remember? In the, he says, I'm not, I'm not my, my soul is not spiritual. And then he went on to say, isn't this also your experience? Okay. So I questioned myself. Is this my experience that my soul is carnal? Because that's the part that's carnal. It's not your spirit. Okay. He said, yes, I'm full of myself. Pause and think on that. Yep. Self-centered. I'm full of myself. Think about myself all the time. This, that, and the other. He says, after all, I've spent a long time in sin's prison. I think that's coming out of verse 14. What I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way. Talking about decisions. Oh, I tell you, I make so many decisions at night when I'm in my bed, what all I'm going to do and not do. and you know. So he says, what I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way, but then I act another. Doing things I absolutely despise. So if I can't be trusted to figure out what is best for myself and then do it, you know, that really ministered to me. Can you figure out what's best for yourself? You need to write that down. You need to figure out what is best for yourself and then do it. Well, and then I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. Is that not human nature? I decide what is bad. I recognize what is bad. And then I go ahead and do it. What's he dealing with? What is the spirit man? There's a war going on. What's the spirit man doing? He's dealing with this person right here. What's sitting on your shoulders? He's dealing with that. You're going to be <laughs> renewed when we get through with all of this. <laughs> Amen. And that body is just waiting. It's waiting for you to give it instructions. See, my body was waiting for the... Spirit man to tell me to start exercising to build my strength back from the damage, see, because the heart attack had damaged my body. But the spirit man, he told me. And I listened. And I did what was good instead of ignoring it and putting it off. This is better teaching than y'all think. It's really, you know, the word is for correction and instruction. But we've got to learn not to live out a soul that is not renewed to the word of God. We've got to put enough word in this soul 
that it will hear what the Spirit of God's telling them. Because when you hear what the Spirit of God is telling you, you will do it. Because the Word is an enabler. It will enable you. And you'll get excited about doing it. You really will. I just, oh, just understand this, ladies. Your life can change. It can change. You could have a better life. You could have a better, better soul sitting up here that won't always have a pity party or feel sorry for yourself or, or other people or whatever kind of thoughts that used to be there. Amen. So we have to make, as I said, our, our mind think new thoughts. We have to establish new thought patterns. And you do that by the Spirit correcting you and listening to him and going, okay, then you can stop it. You, you can stop saying that that's wanting to come out of you before you ever say it, amen? So, this, this, uh, the decisions that we make, they have to have some word in them or we won't do them. It's what he's saying basically here. They won't do it, so... Something goes, he, I mean, he went on to say that, let me read what he said in, that, in the message. My decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Those decisions that we don't follow through. He says, something goes wrong deep within me and gets the better of me. We give in to it. I, this, listen, this hits every one of us. It hits me. Praise God. Um, let's go to Galatians chapter 5. And we're going to look at verse 16 and 17. This I say then, walk in the Spirit. That means listen to your Spirit. And ye shall not, shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Your spirit man with the word of God is an enabler for your soul and your body. You can do it. But are we going to say, I, can, I know I can do it, I can do it, but I just don't want to. Well, the actions are saying, I don't want to. You may not say it out with words, I don't want to, but the actions that we put forth tells me I don't want to because it takes discipline to do what the Word says. So he goes on to say, Walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And that lust of the flesh, it's all kinds of pressures. It could be any kind of pressure. Okay? For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit. They're just not listening to you. Right? The soul and the body are not listening to the spirit. <laughs> and the spirit, let me start over. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. Once again, there's a war going on right up here. It's going on all, all the time, every day. It may be something different today, but there's a war going on. We're going to win it, right? 
and the spirit against the flesh. And the, these are contrary, the one to the other. They're opposites. Okay? So that you cannot do the things that you would. You know, we all have those desires to do what this word says. I know every person in here, I, you know, I do. I have the desire, but there's days that, that I just don't renew my mind to the word that it's hard for me to do them. In fact, it will be easy to do if I don't re renew my mind to that, okay? So the complete Jewish Bible says this. These oppose each other. They oppose each other so that you find yourself unable to carry out your good intentions. So operate your lives by the Spirit. If we operate our lives by the Spirit, we won't do what the old nature would tell us to do. We've got a new nature, but the new nature's right here. It's sitting right here. It's in the Spirit. This is not your new nature. It has to be renewed. Oh, that if it were, I would just be so thankful. But you know what? Don't you get excited when you, you see the results? Don't, I just get so excited. Amen. So I want to go back to the statement that I had made earlier, that all three parts of you need nourishment. But first of all, it has to start in your spirit. Feed your spirit first. Feed your spirit first in the morning. Instead of getting up and thinking about that bowl of oatmeal or that toast, feed your spirit first. It doesn't have to be a long, lengthy thing. But, you know, just say, say the word, confess the word, something. Even if it says, wake up, O soul, and sing, you know. Feed your spirit, man, first, and then you can go feed the body. But we got it right in the reverse, or the world has, I don't. We're lopsided. We want to think about what we're going to have for breakfast. And if we have time, which you don't usually, you'll feed your spirit. That's lopsided. It's upside down. And you know what? Your body will profit more if you take care of your spirit first. Your body will profit more from that. It's an enabler. Praise God. So, your voice, the spirit man's voice has to be stronger. And when it's stronger, you'll be able to direct your day from your spirit instead of from your soul. The unrenewed soul. Our souls are being renewed today. Amen. Amen. Girls, we got to listen. With the intention of learning. Amen. Amen. So man is a spirit and he is in the same class with God. Now you stop and think about that. You're in the same class with God. And God made man a spirit. That's why we're in his class. Because we are a spirit. But he made us so he wanted fellowship. And it seems like the world has replaced fellowship. 
even with each other. That's what the world has come to. Amen. It's caused a separation. Now then, in 1 Thessalonians, uh, let's turn to 1 Thessalonians. Let me see where that is. Timothy, 1 Thessalonians. Let's go to uh, chapter 5. I will get there. First, this one, okay, chapter 5, and we're going to read verse 23. Uh-oh, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm in Ephesians. Somehow those pages just kind of stuck together there. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians. <laughs> okay, chapter 5. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless. Pause and think on that. Unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. He says, brethren, pray for us. <laughs> then he says, greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. Now, I've not ever studied that one out. But he, <laughs> he says, listen to this. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. Guess what your assignment is? You've got to go back and read this epistle. It is, it's like a command. He says, I charge you. There has to be something good in this book of Thessalonians that he wants us to see. But he charged us. He says, I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all brethren. Wow. I, ha I didn't have time to go back and read that whole, all of that epistle, all of that First Thessalonians, but I'm going to because I've been given a challenge. You have been given a challenge this morning to go back and read this epistle, to read this book. With your eyes open, you go into it and you say, okay, I see where you've charged me and you've challenged me to read this. Now, Father, I want you to show me. Holy Spirit, you get involved in me reading this chapter or reading this book because there's something in there that I'm needing and I'm going to get it because you, Holy Spirit, are my teacher. You are the revealer of truth and... I I'm ex I am so excited. I can hardly wait. When I get home today, that's going to be one of the first things I do. Before I feed my body, it's going to be fed before I ever get home, if I go out with y'all. <laughs> but before I do anything else, I mean, I want to sit down and read that epistle. But you know what? I'm going to have my notebook right beside me with my pen. And I'm going to get the thoughts, and I'm saying and to you that will read this epistle, 
that you will get out of this what you are needing from that epistle. There has to be a reason he said that, girls. I'm excited about it. Okay. So, may your spirit, soul, and body be whole, entire. And this is, I don't remember which translation this was, but this is what it said. May your spirit, soul, and body be whole, entire, with none of its integral parts wanting, complete in all our parts. I'll read that again. I don't, that may have been, I don't know if that was the amplified or I don't know, if we, I don't remember. I should have written the translation down. May your spirit, soul, and body be whole. Entire. Now he's talking to your spirit, your soul, and your body. He says, I want them to be whole, to be well, with none of its integral parts. I mean, I mean, you think about how wonderfully made we're made in all those integral parts that's in our body. Because some of you here today are having issues with the integral parts, some, some parts of your body, the internal parts. He says, with none of its integral parts wanting, that they are complete in all its parts. Your body should be complete in all its parts. It should not be wanting anything my body and that's what I'm telling my body you're supposed to be complete and whole and you shouldn't be wanting or lacking in anything in my integral parts I tell you girls if you'll start studying and the blood of Jesus every day every single day I thank God for the blood of Jesus and I tell my body that it's flowing through my body I had, I use this word. For about a week, I was having these uh, little bumps in my mouth. I don't know what it was. They were just under my lips, you know, just little, like, bumps. And my lips were real dry. And I just started sending the blood of Jesus to them. I said, you're going to cleanse that out. I don't know what it is, but the blood of Jesus is going there because I'm sending it. you got to use the word you got to learn how to use the word. That's why I share these personal things with you. To encourage you to start using the word. Well, you know, so, uh, and, and I was praying in the Spirit. The Holy Ghost. The Ghost of God. I was praying in the Holy Spirit. I've had so many different attacks, it just makes me mad. And, you know, it's just been unreal. Trying to stop me. That even my kids don't know about. And I ain't telling them. Not telling you. But I have had to use this word. But the blood of Jesus that flows through your body cleanses. And it will get rid of imperfections. And so I was praying. And y'all, I just don't know. I just want to bust your heads open, you know, and just. (laughs) But I was praying in the Holy Ghost yesterday. And I said, okay. This mess has got to stop in my mouth. And he said, you know what he told me? It's your toothpaste. That came from the Holy Ghost. I had changed toothpaste. And it was that that's supposed to do the way with the plaque 
and all of that. And I mean, I just started rejoicing. I said, listen, girls, he's in here. And I mean, I got up this morning when I did not use that toothpaste. I got my old toothpaste out. I mean, he perfects everything that concerns you. And I sent the blood of Jesus last night soaring out through my mouth. And you know what? I don't have one symptom. Not one. Not one. You've got to renew your soul to this word. And you've got to let the spirit man speak. I'm telling you, we got a good life. He said, let it be on earth as it is in heaven. Let it be. You've got to let it be. Instead of interfering with it. Amen. Ooh, I just love, I'm telling you, I love this word. Okay, well, listen, I'm going to quit with this because we're going to pick up with this next Tuesday. I guess we're going to get into the soul, more into the soul, more into the body. Because I'm looking at the clock, and, and anyway, I've got to feed the body here in a little bit. <laughs> but you know what? That's okay. It is okay. You know, there is therefore now no condemnation to them who walk in the spirit, not after the flesh. And we're going to go feed the body. Amen. Y'all, you can stand. I, I tell you, God is really ministering to me about nourishing our soul and our body and listening to our spirit. You know what? If I hadn't listened to the Holy Spirit last night when I was praying over my mouth, I would have still had that mess in my mouth. So what do you want from God? I want the promises fulfilled. Amen. And I want it for y'all. I just want to encourage you. Like I said, if I could put in you the want to, (laughs) I wish I could, but I can't. It's going to have to come. You and the Holy Ghost are going to have to get together. And it has to become a priority to you. Don't wait until you're in your 80s. Handle those things now while you're young. And you won't have to stand and look at the floor and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. You know, you will be walking in the health and have that newness of life that the Word promises us. Aren't you excited about it? I'm excited about new life. And you don't ever get too old for new life. Amen. Well, Father, this is your family. We are your family. But, Father God, more important to me is you, the Spirit of God, the Lord Jesus, and the Holy Ghost are my family. I cherish you as my family. I thank you treat, that you treat me as your family. But, Father, I bring these households before you. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, to do your work. It's up to you, and then it's up to them to listen. I pray over them having a listening and an obedience to what the Spirit man is telling them this day, and that they will be able to do it, because your word empowers us to be a doer. So I dismiss this lady's Bible study today, and we're going out of this place, Father, full of your word. And Father, I confess before you that we are all becoming 
more diligent in being doers of your word and listening to the Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, have a super great day.